Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, company? Haney, post up in the bleachers. You're all garbage! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. Lamar dancing around, flings it to Flowers, touchdown! Tannehill from the pocket, downfield is intercepted, intercepted by Geno Stone and he still has it. Now we're very, very pleased to come away with a win, I'm proud of our guys. I thought our guys fought through a lot of adversity in that game, some controllable, some not, and, uh, and they managed to find a way to close it at the end. The defense closed it at the end with the stop down there uh, and then with the hands team to close it at the end. But we've got a quarterback that can, that can do a lot of things in the red zone, that can make plays in the red zone. We have receivers to do it. We're capable of it. I'm really thankful for Justin. He made all those kicks. But we need to, we need to score points. I always admired the way he played, his energy level. You can see it. I mean, the dreads are flying everywhere, right? And he's throwing his body around. Had the sacks today. Had the run stops today. Been a great addition to our team. I think he's another guy that was always a Raven. And didn't know it until he got here. The sky's the limit, um, as I've been saying all season. But we have to finish in the end zone. We need to find a way to score points. And I believe that's what's slowing us down. We, we drive the ball down the field, no problem. It's been happening every every game. It's Lamar Jackson lamenting what the Ravens didn't do offensively yesterday against the Tennessee Titans. Yesterday morning, we should point out, at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in front of 61,000 people going insane Watching American football seemed like a lot of Ravens fans, by the way, were in attendance for that one. But the Ravens in a win, which we will stress, a win. Only one for six in red zone opportunities. And we can go back to last week, too, Vinny, if we want to nitpick. They were number one in the NFL in red zone effectiveness going into the Steelers game. Yes. Scuffled a little bit there. Really struggled yesterday. So that's what Lamar and John Harbaugh are talking about. The win is awesome. John Harbaugh is going to meet with the media later on this afternoon as they're back home. But the red zone struggles led to Justin Tucker having a monster game as he kicked six field goals. And coming off a loss where they more or less silver plattered a win to the Steelers to come back and get one no matter the circumstances. I think they should be commended for. Now we can start looking at bigger picture things. Why did they struggle in the end or red zone rather? 
last couple of weeks. We can get into that. But uh-huh. I say you get out of Dodge. You bring that W back home. I'm thinking against Detroit, however. And once you get back in the division play, one for six in the red zone is not going to be good enough to win games. No, they they got to get back to, you know, like you said, Bob. I mean, prior to the Steelers game, I think they were number one. Um, so they just need they, they couldn't run the football. That was the problem. Couldn't get any couldn't get anything in a run game down in the red zone. The, the offensive line couldn't knock anybody off the ball. And is that a good defensive front? That's uh, Simmons and Autry. Those guys are big. Those yeah, guys Peco, are Peco, he's Peco, out there. Yeah. They are good. They're big, strong, physical, and they couldn't move them. You know, and then the one when you know they were down to the two or whatever, and then Lamar was gonna keep it, Ricard tries to kick the guy out. Lamar tries to run outside. So, I mean, you did the defense a favor on that one because if you're kicking out, you got to go up inside. So there was some of that stuff, but bottom line was was they couldn't knock him off the ball. And you talk about that lack of a running game. Lamar's the leading rusher, and he was again yesterday. The loss of J.K. Dobbins cannot be understated because as Derrick Henry is a go-to rushing fiend, as we saw yesterday, the Ravens don't have that guy, or is it a question of them not relying on a guy enough? We always want Gus Edwards to get more carries. He had 16 yesterday, but only averaged 2.6 per. Yeah. You know, the I didn't think, Bob, the Gus bus, that was going to be like a big day for him just because that required north-south running for Gus. And against them... Going north south, going right at them, can't knock them off the ball. So I didn't think, I thought that's why, you know, the outsides, you know, would be much, much more productive. And I think we, that's why Lamar, Lamar and Justice, you know, had some nice runs. Gus's longest run was eight yards, you know, so he, he had no room to run up inside. So the Ravens do win the game, however, 24 16. And, you know, they left early. On uh, Monday, I mean, right after the Steelers game, they came back. No John Harbaugh press conference last week. So they hightailed it over to London. And overall, I thought, by the way, that uh, Rich Eisen and Kurt Warner did a hell of a job calling the game. Yeah. The the crowd excitement seemed to be very much on A lot point. of different jerseys. You know, a lot of all-team jerseys. There. No doubt cool. about it. But it seemed like a lot of Ravens fans. No doubt. Representing there. So I don't think there was a fan influence one way or another, but it was funny because watching the game, NFL Network, by way of WBAL, put up the stat where since 2021, the Ravens have gacked away a lot of fourth quarter games here and blown some second half leads. And it looked like after Lamar threw the pick, that was like, oh, here we go again. But how about Geno Stone in for Marcus Williams who had to leave with a hammy? Leads the NFL in interceptions with three. He got the pick. Ravens got a field goal out of that drive. I just thought it was kind of a, they had them at arm's length, like the jab just kept them away. They tried to get inside just a little bit. I was never worried about the Ravens losing, but in the second half, it did get a little dicier than it should have, it seemed. Yeah, because if Stone doesn't get the pick, Bob, to me, going back to your boxing, They'd been punched. They'd been rocked. The Ravens had been rocked. Right. And if they'd have caught that pass, you know. They're on the road. They're getting the 10 count. Yeah. (laughs) But because Humphrey was beat. Humphrey was beat on that play. And Stone Stone made a hell of a play. And 
all of a sudden then the momentum came back. That's the only thing that scares me a little bit about the team and the offense, Bob, is like to start the third quarter. When things aren't going good, they don't seem like, you know, like they they go three and out or whatever. Then they get a pick. And then, you know, Odell's open on third down and he overthrew. They can't get the momentum back offensively. Mm-hmm. You know, they needed, I mean, they needed Stone like in the worst way to get that back. Because I don't know, Bob, if Tennessee goes down there and gets a field goal, they're all, I don't know what's going to happen to the offense. But then once they got that back, then all of a sudden they start making plays. So I don't know if it's kind of like a front-running offensive guy. You know, like they play good when things are going good. When things are going bad, they can't come out of that. That's what they got to overcome. All right. So the Ravens do win. They're 4-2 and two on the year coming back home for the Detroit Lions. Early line has Baltimore favored by 2.5 at M&T Bank Stadium next week or this coming Sunday at 1 o'clock. But for uh, Tennessee – Ryan Tannehill knocked out. What did you think of uh, Malik Willis coming in? I mean, he should have ran out of bounds. It turned into a block in the back, but trying to make a play did actually gain like two, three yards out of yeah. it, but the block in the back certainly helped that cause at that time. Yeah. Well, they went from the one yard line to like the 20 yeah, yard line. I, I, it's kind of an accident waiting to happen. You know, he's a good athlete. I don't know if I trust him as a quarterback. I mean, that's why they drafted Will Levis in the first or second round. You know, because I don't think they trusted Willis either. So, um, once he came in the game, Bob, I think Harbs probably felt pretty good because they were getting after him. And then the thing that hurt them was they had to throw it every down, you know, in the fourth, basically. So, um, Ravens were just teeing off. Ravens win 24-16. You want to comment, good or bad, feel free to do so at 410-583-1057. It's Vinny and Haiti, Bob Haiti, Vinny Serato. Nolan McGraw is on the other side of the glass. Quick draw, get in here for a second. We'll do our picks later in the show. I'm afraid to even look at my sheet, to be totally honest with you. Were you satisfied with yesterday? Well, the win, you're satisfied with the outcome, but the way that it happened. Did Nolan McGraw, usually calm, cool, and collected, did you get antsy? at any point on a Sunday morning into the afternoon. Third quarter, for sure. I thought they were going to choke it away. Just Mm -hmm. had that kind of vibe to it. Uh, I agree with Vinny 100%. There's something about this team when something goes wrong. One small thing. Could be minor. Doesn't even have to be a big deal. But they let it snowball. And they let it turn into one turnover turns into two. We've seen that in the past. Thankfully, it was just the one this week. They didn't fumble this week. Give them credit for that. That's good. But, uh, yeah, there's just something. The play calling gets super conservative. They get super uptight. And it takes a splash play of your own defense to turn it around. (laughs) I didn't like the Andrews third and one little direct snap to him. I I thought that. And they got lucky because uh, Tennessee fumbled the punt. Yes. And they got one second left. Yeah. Yeah. They got to kick the field goal at the end of the first half. But either way, they did win. Let's stress that. But it's not, you want to stack wins, you want to accumulate uh, your playoff uh, uh, you know, resume. But we're looking at bigger picture things. And is, is this a team, the Ravens, good enough to make a deep run in the playoffs? No undefeated teams in the NFL through six weeks. So Mercury Morris, that bottle of Don Perignon, he wants to sh- mm-hmm. uh, share with somebody, still sit to the closet for at least another year. Talking about not getting it done. Maryland, they lose to Illinois at home on Saturday as 13-point favorites. 27-24, we'll get into that. ALCS started last night. Texas Rangers, they beat 
shot out. The Astros to zip. Jonah Heim, Tavares hits a home run. Uh, Heim had the ribby. Montgomery outstanding, outdueling Justin Verlander. The Rangers are 6-0 and in the playoffs. Five of those wins on the road. Yeah. For a team that, by the way, had a losing record during the regular season on the road. Orioles lose a key part of their scouting department. We'll get into that as well. It was a busy weekend in sports we're talking about. It's Vinny Haiti, Nolan McGraw. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Out here on the fan. Vinny and Haney. Your home for sports. 1057 The Fan. Whoever they call, they do their job. They expect them to do their job. So when they call my name, they expect me to go do my job. I do my job at a high level. And I take a lot of pride in trying to get to the quarterback. Patrick Queen's having a monster 2023. Talking about the Ravens getting six sacks yesterday against multiple Tennessee quarterbacks. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7. The fan Ravens win 24-16. They get two Tennessee quarterbacks, as we said, six times. Patrick Queen, part of that party. Justin Matabike lived in the Tennessee yeah. backfield. Jadavian Clowney in the fourth quarter especially. He made his presence felt. But, Vinny, you just read this to me off the air. Ravens are what in sacks this year? First. How about 24 that? with 24, you know, which is pretty impressive for – I mean – you know, and they're tied with San Fran with twenty. I mean, San Fran's got both. San Fran's got like legit guys, and you know the Ravens have Jadavian Clowney, and they have Van Noy, Van Noy, <laughs> Matabike. You know all these guys. You know that actually. You know, I mean, two of them weren't even on a team. Yeah, you got Matabike's got four and a half. Clowney's got three and a half. Hamilton has three all in one game. Patrick Queen, who we just heard from, has three and a half. And we don't want to jump too far ahead because we're talking about yesterday's win. But are the Ravens going to have to reevaluate their spending? Because Patrick, I know that Roquan got paid and rightfully so, Roquan Smith. 
Patrick Queen is like really going bananas this year in a good way, of course. No, uh, Bob, we talked about it a couple weeks ago that, you know, maybe you, you do got to look at it because that defense with, I mean, because Queen and Roquan play off of each other great, you know, and I know Eric in the past has told me I'm I'm not in the ha- you know I don't like giving away good players that that's not what I make a habit of giving away good players. It's going to be how much money does he want that that's going to be if and if there's there's going to be others after him I would think sure. you know so I mean that's if the price goes too high then it's going to be tough for the Ravens I would imagine but would they love to keep him I guarantee you that the way he's playing right now because he's playing fast and he's playing the pass so much better and he doesn't look like like early on in his career he just looked slow hesitant and in past looked really hesitant now whatever he does he's doing it extremely fast and he chases like he and Roquan I mean you got two dudes that run four five you know and both are great blitzers and we get getting back to the sacks where we get to the phone. Sports at 583 is the number Bob Hattie Vitti Serato Nolan McGraw Ravens four and two first place AFC North Steelers were off yesterday. 24 sacks, which is tied with San Francisco for the NFL lead. And that's with David Ajabo and Adape Owe combining for one Yeah. so far. When we were talking about them combining for at least 16 yes. as a pair, oh, Ajabo might be done for the season. I know there's hope he could come back. Owe hasn't played in three weeks. Uh disappointment there injuries the main reason for it at least for this year yeah and then when he comes back um i guess he'll he'll take probably the rotation it would be queen and or queen um clowny and van noy and then robinson he doesn't give him anything in the past but they've been kind of using him and him and harrison kind of hold a fort down in the run game a little bit and then when when Oway comes back, that'll give him you know a little bump. What what's Bowser? I haven't even heard Bowser's name. Correct. <laughs> I mean, he's a guy that they paid, and he's yeah. coming back from a knee uh, procedure. But you're right, Vinny. We haven't heard his name mentioned at all. John Harbaugh is going to meet with the media later on this afternoon. Uh, Marcus Williams left with a hammy. Hamilton got tossed. All right, it was helmet to helmet. Oh, the penalty oh, was no. absolutely appropriate but uh to get the old heave ho was that cool at that time chris moore by the way ironically enough former raven that the recipient of that from one. listening to the tv the way i gathered it bob was new york called and audio you know he needs to go because well, i don't think the refs were going to but i think new york is what said yeah that and bob to be totally honest i mean I get. I, I promise you, if you, and I haven't read the rule, but if you read that rule, I'm sure that he qualifies for everything that ejection stands well, for. Well, college, absolutely. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. But I was surprised uh, that uh, yeah, that because was their I never heard game. of a NFL guy getting, you know, like you said, college. They're always getting ejected, but that was a little surprising because the referees didn't want. They weren't going to. 
but it was New York that did it. All right, let's get out to the phones. 410-583-1057 is the number. It's a victory Monday. Ravens win yesterday, 24-16, as old uh, Justin Tucker kicks six field goals. Zay Flowers gets his first touchdown reception as a pro. Harry and Owings Mills. Harry, thanks for holding what is happening on this victory Monday. No problem. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Vinny. Good morning, man. All right. The Although, yes, we're a little disappointed about the red zone results, um, but I, I also have to take a look at the good, though, because at times I get very concerned with Harbaugh's decision-making. He did not make any bad mistakes by going for it when we did not need to go for it. However, I wasn't happy with that two-point conversion because it was, it was not needed at the time. I always worry about that because I worry about losing momentum, and I worry about needing that one point later. And when we had the eight-point lead, I was concerned because that one point was still dangling out there, I thinking it was going to come back to harness. But fortunately, for Geno Stone, and I have a lot of confidence in, in him, and you all made a point that I actually thought he came in for Kyle Hamilton. So I didn't realize that um, – the other yeah, Williams had the hammy. Yep. Okay. So, and even though we talk about decision making, you know, we look at the decision at the just before halftime at the Giants Bills game, and I don't know what happened there. I think that caused them not to be able to win that game. Um, but overall, I am certainly pleased that the Ravens got the win. And going forward, previously, I looked at it as four and two because before the season started, I had us losing at the Bengals and at the Steelers. But now knowing that we should be six and zero, oh, you know, it bothers me because we should be six and zero. Oh, we should be undefeated. But you look at the other teams, the the 49ers, they didn't have the greatest game, and you look at what the Ravens did against the Browns defense at the Browns, scoring 28 points, shows just how good the Ravens offense can actually be. So, gentlemen, I thank you for your time, and I hope you have a great day tonight. All right, Harry, you do uh, Bob, the same. Bob, I didn't have a problem going for two. I mean, they were only up twelve, right, at the time, and it was at the it was successful for about half a second. Yes. Then Odell got uh, called right, for and then they were, they were kicking it, so you were going to get your point. the The point got blocked. That was the problem. Well, they had back you know? up, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, otherwise, Harbs would have, you know, he would have had his cake and eat it too. He went for two. They made it, but it got called back, and then they made the PAT, but that got blocked. Let's get back to the phone. Let's go to Essex. It's Steve. Steve, what's happening on this Victory Monday? Hey, good old morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Appreciate you guys. Enjoy the show. Oh, thank you. Hey, real quick, it's not the first year we've uh, said thank God for the defense. <laughs> hey, um, one play the head scratcher yesterday when they were out the goal line. They tried to do a push. And Mark Andrews went up, and then he rolled off to his left. Mm-hmm. When they pan back, there's uh, Lamar standing there, and I'm somebody along. Gus Edwards. Of- Gus Edwards was standing back there. Why were they not pushing? That's I what look- I. That's what I said. You got Gus who weighs two forty. I'd have moved Gus when he ran over there. Gus, you got to move up to a yard behind him and then push. And they're both just standing there. I'm like, well, I don't. Oh, have, I wouldn't have Lamar pushing. I'm keeping Lamar out of the action. You know, I don't okay. want somebody falling on his knees. But <laughs> Gus Bus at two forty, I've have I've have him push or Ricard. Where are you? If you're lined up at tight end, you move over there too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I just my biggest thing of the game. But I enjoy the win. Though. Appreciate you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank right, you, Steve. You do the same. The old tush push. 
as they call it nowadays. But it didn't work out in that particular instance for the Ravens. We'll see how they improvise and adapt. If you're on the phone, stay tuned. We'll get you next. Quartet 583-1057 is the number. Cordell Wooden joining us at 11 o'clock. Got the whip around 11.15. We'll look back at our keys. Vinny's keys yesterday from Baltimore Game Day Uncensored, the pregame show. We were up at, I was up at 4.30 in the morning to do a little show prep, and we were there from 6 to 9 o'clock. Nolik, you missed out on an exciting morning of football talk on 105.7. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The fan. When you need answers, when you crave sports, when you want the best... It's 1057 the fan. I mean, we talked a lot about closing games out, you know, becoming closer. That's something that we're striving to do on both sides of the ball. We're not quite as good as we need to be yet. I thought our defense made a, a, a really our defense played good throughout the game. The only first downs they really had were the penalties. Yeah, closing out games has not been a strong suit of the Ravens. Talking about it earlier in the show. For a segment, as a matter of fact, NFL Network popped that stat up. Ravens have actually been one of the worst teams, if not the worst team, in closing out games, second half, fourth quarter with a lead. And it looked like it would get dicey again yesterday, but they did finish the deal. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed, Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. But closing out the game, like last year, kind of the Miami, the Buffalo game, the Giants, Jacksonville, they had their share of gaffes. And Pittsburgh last week, the Colts, Week two, so what's the main issue for them? And they finished yesterday, but what's the main issue for them, Vinny, before we get to the phones in regards to finishing the way that they need to? Well, Bob, to me, the biggest thing is, I mean, in the first half, they were, I mean, they had the ball almost 21 minutes. So, I mean, they had it nine minutes. Tennessee had it nine minutes. They They were never on the field. The problem is, for the Ravens is they don't put enough enough points. They leave too many points on the board in the first half because they they, they could have had, I mean, instead of being up 18-3 or whatever, it's 35-3. You know, I mean, that's their biggest problem. And then I don't, I, you know, and then, in the, uh, Bob, because you look at it in the first half, just like last week, you know, uh, 200 uh, last uh, yesterday, 242 yards at the half. And then second half they have 118. You know, I mean that's a problem. Second half, second half offense. You know, last week was worse than than this. This week it was or yesterday's game. It was only uh, most of the third quarter where they were crappy, mm-hmm. and then they kind of picked it back up. But the week before they did, they didn't ever get to pick it back up. 
You know, so that's the problem is they, they start so slow in the third quarter that they get the other team gets some momentum, then they score, you know, and then they, oh, well, we're back in this thing. 410-583-1057 is the number. The Ravens are 4-2. and two. Let's dress that. And as we sit here on October the 16th at 1036 a.m., they are in first place in the AFC North. But if you want to criticize, you want to praise, if you have a solution to whatever problems they might have, we are here for you. Let's go to Arbutus and bring in Ed. Ed, thanks for holding what's happening on this Victory Monday. Uh, yes, sir, Bob. Um Bob, any good day to both you gentlemen. Uh, you Always enjoy. Thank you, Bob. Um, always enjoy the football banner from you guys, pregame and postgame. Um, my view, three-phase victory. D-line was extremely active. Hustle, Clowney, Matabuke, Van Noy, Michael Pierce as well, who was unfairly flagged for a quarterback roughing. Um Queen and Roquan, best tandem backers I've seen this year. Reliably consistent tackles and assists every every game. Tucker and Duvernay, all pro performances. Lamar, as he is every game, best player on the field for both teams. He's just an NFL warrior and wins. Uh, Hamilton, all stand-up defenders are taught on a thrown football to attempt to intercept, knock down, contest it, or separate man from ball, which is what he did with a well-timed hit. However, he forcibly made ear hole contact, leaving with the top of his helmet. It's a dangerous thing. It clearly sent the Titan receiver on the carnival ride. We could all see it. The ejection was warranted. It's an unintentional misfortune by an excellent Raven defender. Uh, Last thing today, gentlemen. Uh, Coach Harbaugh, no hesitation whatsoever with the decisions to put early points on the scoreboard with the awareness of late-game meaning. The result was the win column, and that's all that matters. Thank you, gentlemen, for your courtesy. All right, Ed, thanks for the call. The Michael Pierce, and we were talking about it before the show, it wasn't as blatant as Sarah Gusso on top of Rich Gannon in the AFC Championship game. First glimpse, we're like, because it was third down, and that led to the direct snap next play. Yep. Derrick Henry would put points on the board for them. Eh, that'll kind of let it slide thingy there. Yeah. Michael Pierce, I almost cut. He's a big dude, man. I'm guessing he's about 370, <laughs> you know. And I don't know, maybe – Norm, what did you think? Because I, I thought – he he would give a little extra oomph. He didn't go to the side. That's that was a thing. So yesterday across the NFL, I feel like it was one of those weekends. We get it every year at this point where everyone's up in arms about the roughing the passer calls. I feel like there were some in other games and everyone it becomes a talking point on Monday. Oh, the league is so soft. This is where we're at. You can't do anything. You can't play defense. It wasn't the most egregious one I've ever seen in my life. I'll right. just say that. Yeah. All right, so agree with that. if they if there's a no flag, we're not saying that should have been a penalty, correct? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even know if Tennessee would have complained. Yeah, I don't think they did. And look, by this time, Tannehill was already kind of limping around a little yeah. bit, yeah. looked a little out of sorts. But that was a penalty that could have gone either way. But as Ed just said, Vinny, uh, the Hamilton hit, I guess, warrants an ejection based on what New York thought because he got the hippo <coughs> big time. I imagine he's going to get a big fine, Bob. A big fine. Because Harbaugh said after the game they didn't explain to him why he was ejected. 
So I'm guessing John Harbaugh might have some more insight into that when you know. he meets with the media at 2.30. Now, Harbs did say that, you know, they didn't have any first downs other than two. I mean, they did have a 63-yard run and a 48-yard completion with Spears to back. Oh, yeah. So they did have two long plays in the game. All right, let's get back to the phones. Let's go to Owings Mills, bringing Keon. <laughs> Keon, what's happening on this Victory Monday? Welcome to 105.7 The Fan. How you guys doing today? Uh, Wonderful. Happy Monday. Happy Victory Monday. Yeah, no doubt. I wanted to get y'all thoughts on this. To me, it looked like Marcus Williams was favoring that shoulder oh. a lot and didn't want to use it. So what are you guys' thoughts on Mike sitting him out two weeks? Because whenever you call Geno Smith, Geno Stone's name, he's delivering, man. He leads the league. He's tied in the league with, with uh, interceptions. He has great range. He doesn't miss a beat to me out there. Like, what are you guys' thoughts? I'm going to hang up. And well, I, I think All with right, Marcus thanks, Williams, it's, it's not that he's going to be better in two weeks. He is who he is the rest of the year because if you look, his arm is strapped down. He can't he can't extend that arm because you you look at that you see that black you know sleeve or whatever. I mean he they don't what you can't do is he can't reach with that arm because what does that do? Pulls the pack. So that's why it is tight, so tight. When Henry was running down the field, I think it's. I think it's Marcus's right arm. He couldn't reach with that. He had to wait until he, he dove at him. Yeah, because he couldn't reach with that arm, you know. And even like on the PI one, which was BS, yes. you know. Yeah, that's a bad call. Yes, right that there. was a terrible call. You know, he couldn't go up with the other arm. You know, so it's just he. That's that's who he's going to be the whole year. I hate to say it, but that's that's what you're going to get. Now on the play where Stone did get the pick, <laughs> Williams hurt his hammy. Limped off the field, so as uh, Keon just talked about, you know, letting him rest the shoulder, his hamstring might be the thing that keeps him out here for a while. Again, John Harbaugh talking with the media coming up in two uh, thirty here. Yeah, and 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 Bob, they, you know, in reality, Tennessee really didn't have any receivers that could really run. Whereas Detroit, this next week, they, they got some guys that can go. So that that'll be that'll be much much more difficult. And Humphrey. Uh, on the one that Stone intercepted, Humphrey was beat by two steps. You know, so thank God for Stone being there and Tannehill underthrew it because if he throws it up and over, um, and then Humphrey had a few penalties too. I mean, he a lot of grabbing. Yeah. You know, I just. Well, the secondary in general had some issues back there with the, the yeah. laundry. Uh, that, that was, the yeah, because they ended up nine penalties, and I imagine. Most of them, if you counted them up, are on the the DBs. Yeah, but the Marcus Williams one was bogus, terrible, right? terrible call. He terrible was playing call. the ball. He was going up. He was going up to try to play the ball, and he has as much right to go get the ball as the receiver. It was and Hopkins, he, yeah. He wasn't. He didn't even. He was looking at the ball. I just thought that the referees in general, from the get, I said, Jesus Christ, um, could you put the flag, Bob? It goes back to when you're evaluating the referees because they have. Um, all the stats on on the crews. So I'm guessing that that crew throws a ton of flags and a lot on PI. That's my guess because you, you either have crews. Because I remember Greg Williams on Monday, he would sit with the defensive players and say, "All right, guys, this is the referee crew we have. They're going to call a lot of PIs, so be careful, you know." Or this is a group that calls a ton of offensive holding. You can't do it. So each each crew, they have a, their tendencies. 
It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Orioles lose Brad Selig to the Nationals. We'll talk about that as the show rolls on. Ravens are 4-2 coming back home after winning abroad against Tennessee 24-16. As Justin Tucker kicks six field goals, Ravens unfortunately one for six in the red zone. So that's two weeks in a row they've struggled in an area in which they were number one going into that Steelers game here in the NFL season of 23. No more undefeated teams nope. as San Francisco and Philadelphia both lose. And all right, all right, San Francisco lost, uh, you know, uh, Debo and McCaffrey. They still had a chance to win the field goal kicker, missed a 41-yarder. The Michigan kid, the rookie. Yeah, which in this day and age you're supposed to drill. But the Eagles, Q fraudulent 5-0 and was Philadelphia? I guess there's a guy that should be pounding yeah. his chest today here on The Fan. Sports with balls. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. I mean, the fact that this team has been through this really pretty much almost every game. And I tell you, you look at the NFL, it's kind of it's becoming more and more like that. And for those guys to come in and not even bat it, I look at guys like Jeremiah Moon. You don't know Jeremiah Moon. He's out there giving us quality reps, okay? Got a lot of guys stepping up. Geno Stone, I mean, how well has he played this year? He's always done it. John Harbaugh, Ravens head coach, uh, praising the players that had to come in late because of the injuries that hit his defensive unit yesterday. We talked about Marcus Williams leaving with a hamstring. Kyle Hamilton got thrown out of the game, which, you know, that was more of an official's decision. But... You know, Moon coming in there, doing what he had to do. We Bobby saw, played one play. Well, well, he did. That one play was uh, like Dick Buckus and Ray Lewis all combined. <laughs> he had 20 uh, special teams plays. But to Arbaugh's point, I guess, Vinny, you know, praising the players that have come in and done their things. And we can talk about Arthur Millette, too. But, you know, what are we saying about him, former Steeler? Yeah, he had a couple penalties. I, I think the biggest key in – in that game, Bob, was the pressure on the quarterback. Neither one had a ton of time to throw the ball. I mean, they were getting a lot of hits on the quarterback, a lot of pressure on the quarterback. And I think the other thing was, you know, if you're Mike McDonald, who scared you? I mean, Hopkins is a nice receiver, but he can't run. Like, he's super smart. That's how he gets open. He can't separate from anybody. So, I mean, I I don't think, you know, that there was anybody that really scared me. Ravens held the Titans to 233 total yards. Uh, time of possession, we talked about this off the air, was major yeah. in favor of the Ravens. Uh, almost 36 minutes compared to 24 for them. Penalties, however, nine for the Ravens, uh, six for the Titans. And you thought, Vinny, that the officials were, to well borrow a word or phrase from Marv Levy, over-officious at yeah. times. You know, you, know what's, you know what's kind of funny, Bob, is it's like, the first half, when the Ravens, you know, score 18 points and all their possessions, five of the six possessions are points, they had three penalties in the first half. Three. You know, in the second half, Bob, you have six penalties and an interception. So, you know, maybe it kind of coincided a little bit with um, lack of production offensively. Ravens were brilliant. Third down conversions, 8 for 16. Defensively, to John Harbaugh's point, they held the Titans 1 for 9 in that area. So they were not really sustaining drives, and you brought it up. A couple of big plays by the Titans offensively put them in an ideal situation. And then Lamar did throw the pick, which set up their first touchdown. Yeah, but I mean, Bob, I mean, at the half. here, Here's, here's Tennessee at the half. They're 0 for 4 on third down. 
They have 66 total yards. 66. They had the ball for nine minutes and 30 seconds. So, I mean, number one, you never had the ball. Number two, you never had any production. And um, passing, you were 6 of 10 for uh, total rushing. Or passing was 52 yards. Rushing was 14 yards. They ran a total of 18 plays compared to the Ravens' 39. So, I mean, they never had the ball, and they never had any production. Couldn't get off the – or, you know – uh, they couldn't make a first down. So, I mean, that was that was a dominant. That was a dominant defensive first half for the Ravens. The only problem was, was you know, what killed you, Bob, if they don't get the um, one-play field goal right there, it's kind of like a that's all we got. Yeah, Phillips dropped the, the punt right before the half where the Ravens got that three. Lamar was 21 of 30, 223 yards. Quarterback rating 88.6. Did throw the pick, as we said. No fumbles, which is good because he's uh, had some issues there. Started off hot. I mean, he was on fire. But like you said, Vinny, the offense started off hot enough. You look at the Colts game, the Steelers game, which were both losses, unfortunately. And then yesterday, they've got to start putting the hammer down in these situations to succeed where they're not going into the fourth quarter with the defense. I don't want to say they were gassed because they dominated time of possession, but maybe at a disadvantage because of a loss of personnel, which we saw yesterday morning. Well, uh, I mean, when you look at Lamar, Bob, um, it seems like, uh, you know, he had six carries for 28 yards the first half. So he had seven carries, you know, in the second half for more yards. But at halftime, Bob, he's got a quarterback rating of 122. 120. He's 13 of 17, you know, for with one touchdown and a quarterback rating of 122. And he ends up, he ends up with a quarterback rating of 88. So I mean, that says the second half is is not is not that good. I mean, he completed so he was eight of eight of thirteen for like 70-some yards. So, I mean, his second halves need to match. If he could, if he can match the first half stats with the second, you know, then he's going to be over 100 quarterback rating, and he's going to be throwing for well over a couple hundred yards. It's 58 Haiti, 105.7. The fan will come back. Cordell Woodland's going to be joining us. Talk about yesterday's Ravens win. Let's stress that. They're back home. John Harbaugh going to meet with the media coming up at 2.30 this afternoon out at one winning drive. Maryland. Loses to Illinois 27-24 as 13-point favorites. Maryland added to Felton, got the, the ball stripped from him at the end of the first half, or Prather, rather, uh, near the end of the first half as Maryland was rolling in to pad their lead, and then they let Illinois score at the end. And then Maryland tries an onside kick to start the third quarter, and their field goal kicker is, he's the anti-Justin Tucker. Yeah, He's the exact opposite of that. So this is a devastating loss for Maryland. They're now 5-2. and two. They get the bye this week. Then they go to Northwestern. Then Penn State comes to town. Look, I wasn't there, so I'm not going to criticize the fans too much, but it was announced at 35K. There wasn't 35,000 no. people at that game. I was, for a homecoming crowd, I was rather disappointed, Bob, because, I mean, you flipped the channel over, and Penn State's playing a crappy UMass team, yeah. and they probably got 85,000 people. And what do they win, like 69 to nothing or yeah, something crazy something like, like that? Yeah. So Maryland gets to uh, reflect on what happened. There were some coaching issues. Hey, it's third and six. You're in the fourth quarter. You're down by three, and you put it on the toe of a guy that's missed half of his field goals. He did wind up making it. 
what, three straight running plays with a quarterback that's been one of the more prolific in the conference? I guess we can get into that as well. Orioles lose Brad Selick to the uh, Washington Nationals, so one of their main components of the scouting staff and this uh, talent evaluation staff that Mike Elias has put together for the Orioles, he is moving on. We can talk about that as well. And a lot of other things going on. For instance, no undefeated teams left in the National Football League. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 